it's time for It Really Has Been. Now here's Darren and Dave. Hi, welcome to It Really Has Been's Season 2, Episode 3. I'm your host, Darren Smith, and here's your other host, David Dunkley. Hello, everybody. Hello, Darren. How you what doing, you got man? for me today? Oh, man, you I'm know, great, I'm just I'm, I'm just hanging. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> I got to ask you this, man. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> All right. What did the elephant say to the naked man? <laughs> I don't know, Darren. What did the elephant say to the naked man? <laughs> How do you breathe through that thing? <laughs> <laughs> All righty now. Da, 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 da. You know what? <laughs> I got one more, and then I'll just leave it at this. How did the, how's okay. life like? How's life like toilet paper? I don't know. Another butt joke. No, either, yeah, I know. Either you're either you're on <laughs> either you're on a roll, or you're taking crap off somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Man, you are digging deep, ain't you? Uh-huh. Ain't that the truth? You got some Branson jokes going on here. Dude, I got more, but I'm going to hold off. And I'm going to kind of give them to you a little <laughs> bit at a time. Because I know you yeah, can't handle them all. That, man. You can't handle them all at once. I'm sure, I'm sure our friends appreciate that, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we take, we take it right to the edge. We don't go over. We don't fall over the edge. But we just take it right to it. It's, it has a Branson feel to it. It does. You know, have you ever played? I've, so I've played Branson. Have you played Branson? I've never been to Branson. Really? No, never. I don't know how. I remember we used to talk about it. Yeah, I've been. I uh, I played Branson a couple times with uh, Frizzell, and uh, it's it's not what it used to be. I went there years ago, and uh, it was uh, a lot different. Went to Silver Dollar City and. You know, it was a lot bigger there. You know what somebody told me when I was there the last time is that, you know, they had all those music theaters there. They closed all them down, a bunch of them down, and made it into, they closed 17 of them down, and all of them were bought by churches. So now they're all churches. So now what is it? Churches. All those churches. big theaters are churches. Yeah. Weird. So what, so what do you do when you go to Branson now? Go to church. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we need it, we need a multi uh, um, choices of churches, all big enough to put a theater in. We'll go to Branson and check it out. Hey, man, you know, before we go any farther, let's get this out of the way. We're uh, doing this. Right. Uh, the Darren needs a kidney debacle. <laughs> so I don't want to forget yeah. to do it this time. Um, you don't forget you know, your kidney. Now, so uh, I made an appointment today. Uh, so February 19th, I go in for my testing. You know, I do uh, uh, a stress test and all kinds of other crap. Uh, so I just found that out today. So that's my next step. And then, uh, you know, if anybody out there has got a kidney laying around and they don't want it, uh, I'll find out the fe- February 19th um, what my blood type you get is. So that'd just, be awesome, man. You get a kidney and all of, all of a sudden you just, you got the power of a three-year-old, you know, you just, <laughs> just <laughs> peeing all over the place, man. <laughs> I know, man. Well, the good thing is that I haven't got to the point where I stopped peeing yet. So, uh, I'm still, I still pee like, 
legs like a <laughs> like a man like a Viking. <laughs> if I can see, I don't know. <laughs> hey I don't man, really do it. So yeah. let's 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 okay. So that the kidney debacle is out of the way. If you got a kidney, message me and you want to get rid of it or whatever. If you've had a kidney transplant, if you want to tell me how it sucks or how good it was, let me know. If it sucked, don't tell me because I don't want to know. If it was nope. good, let me know. <laughs> so that's uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, and also, man, we gotta during this episode, we'll check in with Is or uh, what is it? Where is Is? With, where uh, is Is? We'll have to check yeah. him out and see where Is is. Yeah, we'll do that this episode too sometime. Um, and then uh, right. right now, let's do. Uh, Great ways for musicians to get kicked out of a band. We ought to know this. <laughs> we could probably add a few. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So let's see. Number one, be habitually late. I don't yes. think we were ever That's really pretty, late. We weren't really ever nobody late. Nobody ever was late. No, no we, we were never we were, late. I don't think nobody, well, because Lonnie would have oil spotted us or. You know, I mean, you just, that's, this gig wasn't one you was late for. I don't know why it was kind of mutually understood. Yeah. Yeah. And and then if you, if you were late, you miss a plane, <laughs> you know, you don't want to do that. Of or a bus. Or a bus. Yeah. And have to figure out how to, how to get to New York, you know? So with that, that's pretty, I mean, I don't think we've done any of that. Let's see. Number two, drink too much alcohol. Huh. That could be a possibility. I don't think never happened would. with us though. No, we didn't drink. <laughs> we didn't drink too much. We didn't drink too much. How much? Too Obviously, much. Obviously, we're still here. <laughs> well, of course, everybody's everybody's uh, definition of too much is a lot different, you know. Uh, right. And I mean, too, we, we never drank enough to cause anybody any problems. No. So, and we never no nobody ever drank that caused problems, but it wasn't us. <laughs> yeah, and and we never drank on stage. We never did. Let's not much. Well, not much. Not enough I, to get drunk and cause a scene. Sometimes you did. No, um, yeah, Joey, Joey would shuffle me bruises. You know, not all the time, but when I wanted them. And there, that one season, we was taking. I think it was Bob and Dino and I was taking margaritas on the stage. But it's oh, one yeah. margarita. I mean, it's not like you're sitting down at the Mexican restaurant just pounding them, you know? That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. But you know, I, can, I, can I mean, see, we're big. I mean, I can see how if you were, like, falling down, staggering drunk, you couldn't do a gig, you know, you'd get fired, you know? That's with yeah. us, too. Unless you're 10. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just a pain in the ass for everyone around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like this one. Argue with the band leader. All right. All right. You well, know. of course you do. <laughs> I mean, that's when I, you would say, well, "Why do you ask me so many questions?" <laughs> I mean, I was argued with by every. I, I think, except for you, I was argued with by everyone in the band. <laughs> Maybe not argued yeah, with, but. Maybe not argue with, but but had words with, you know, as far as, well, maybe Denny. Denny Healthy discussions? Yeah, Denny, I never had an argument with Denny, I don't think. It was more like we discussed things, you know. Um, right. And right. a lot of times it was just, 
you know, we didn't really have to have arguments because everybody knew what the hell they were supposed to do, and they just did it. They were professionals, and they did yeah. it, you know? Right. You get Well, maybe that's – maybe the difference in this article and what we did was, you know, maybe that's more um, the local things, We, you know, because there wasn't room for us to do some of these things. You no. Know? We'd all no. done them on the way up. Not all of us, but some of us had already been through that a few times on the way to where we was at. I mean, I had a few. I had a few arguments with Tim, you know, but they were mostly, you know, taken up for the band, you know, was, or if I disagreed with something that he was shoveling, I, I let him know, you know, we had our, a healthy disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> Involved a coffee table or two. <laughs> yeah, it did. But you know, I mean, you're gonna have in, in 23 years, you're gonna have a few of those things, and. I remember one time we had one about something. I don't even remember what it was, but he called me to the back of the bus and he said, man, you know that me and you've been, been around each other too long. We can't, we can't let this stuff hold on. So we just, we just forget about it. I go, okay. You know, that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good um, way to do it. Let's I, see. At one time, uh, you almost got, uh, when he knocked you down, we was talking about the last one. When he knocked you down on the stage, now that night, <laughs> yeah, I lost. I, you'd have got I, fired that night if you'd, if you'd have got to him. Well, <laughs> I you was know. like Smith, just wait in the morning. I remember telling you, dude, if you'll just wait until the morning, if you still want to kick his ass, then. <laughs> well, you know what's funny we'll about that? About we were on different buses, so he, he, you know, before I even got up off the floor, he was off on his bus and they were off, you know? Was, and so I'm on, I'm getting him. on the phone. I'm getting on the phone with you. You're like, man, just wait till the morning to call him. I'm like, no, man, I'm going to call him and I'm going to kick his ass. Oh, long, yeah, if you got to call tonight, it's going to be trouble. Just trying to get you to chill. I don't think, I, <laughs> but don't I understood. Think, yeah. I don't think I ever even called him. I think I just said, took it like a man, you know, got my ass kicked and right. took it like a man. That's why it was good to wait till morning. There was no, I mean, yeah. he didn't plan that. He didn't plan on putting you on your ass, but it was funny. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's I, see. I've had him do enough stuff to me to that I could say, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Okay. Number four, lose your temper on stage. Hmm. I never saw that. No, I never saw it either. Um, I don't, I didn't even seen that out of Tim. I mean, not towards us. He's lost his temper towards no. things, things that happen, you know, on stage. But towards us, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I don't think I've he've ever lost. I don't even remember. In, I don't even remember in my bar gigs ever dealing with someone who's losing their temper on stage. No, I wouldn't have stayed no. around very long. My you know what's what, it's funny. I, when I I was when I first moved to town. Um, I was playing at this place called Smeraldo's and it was these two brothers that owned this Italian restaurant. And then down below they had a country bar. <laughs> weird. Uh, but you know, it was weird. <laughs> what was weird That's is funny. I never saw, I never saw anybody in the restaurant, but they were open for business. So it uh, might've been a little shady mafia thing going there. I don't know. They, they probably had a card game going in the back. Something. Well, well, this, you know. this, this uh, keyboard player, uh, I used to ride with him. He had this old van, and he'd come pick me up, and we'd drive over to the gig. And uh, 
his name was Denver West, and uh, he had got into it with this guy. Uh, I don't know if he was in the band. I believe he was. And, man, they got into a knockdown drag out on stage. They went at it, man. And, I mean, really? <laughs> it, it was to the point where I looked down on the dance floor and there was a lump of hair where somebody had ripped out a lump of hair out of there. I mean, it was a knockdown drag nice. Yeah, right on stage, nice. man. Yeah, so that's, that's the only really I, was, rem I, was I don't remember that. I was in a band once that our bass player got in a fight with someone. We was opening for uh, Blackfoot, Ricky Medlock, yeah. and uh, Medlock was on stage. They was playing, and the stage wasn't very high. It was in a bar, big bar, and they got in a fight right in front of the band, and someone shot Mace, and, man, it cleared that place out. <laughs> Medlock played about two songs, man, and it cleared that bar out in about 10 seconds. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, that's how you shut it down right there. Just Start a fight right in front of the singer. That'll do it. See. All right. Number five, talk trash about other bands or musicians. Man, we talk trash about <laughs> everybody. We, we gave everybody <laughs> We help. talk trash about each other. We talk trash about each other. I know. I mean, we. It it's funny because when we had opening acts, we would make fun of the tunes. We would make other songs up with their song, their big hit songs <laughs> that were stupid. It wasn't or nothing personal to no, them, but Blackfoot. No. We had some something about a bucket of chicken with a black uh, <laughs> Blackhawk song. <laughs> I think Izzy made that one up. <laughs> and we had one. We had one with uh, Little Texas. I can't remember. It was something about God bless Texas. Or it was. I don't. I don't know what it was, but it was funny. And everyone was by the. Then we did Lady Ed and Bellum had had couple and. I don't know. Kenny, Kenny Chesney had at least a couple, man. Yeah. I, I know one was about. I know one was about big orange balls. I know that. <laughs> I know I've been eating Cheetos. I've been eating Cheetos. <laughs> that goes to show you how stupid they was. Oh, uh, so we made fun uh, of everybody, and I, I'm pretty much everybody made fun of us. So we didn't care. <laughs> we knew they were yeah, making fun of, the of game. these. They were going, these fat guys it's, out there trying. <laughs> fat and bald out there. Look at them all. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, those okay. were. Uh, those were, I wish we knew that. We should have wrote that stuff down, man. Yeah. Okay. Number, number six. Don't learn or practice the songs. Well, we practice this yeah, crap load, man. We, we practice this yeah. crap load. You know, the only time I remember getting, you know, getting hell over uh, not learning something was uh, when we did. What's that song? No, it's toward the end uh, uh, about the Spanish dancer and all that. Uh, um, uh, yeah. The one, I, you know what I'm talking about? The, the one about the. I don't know. Was it the soul, end of the Soul Soul song? The one where we all played together? No, it was uh, it was uh, last tour. Uh, it was uh, the one that the, the Born Brothers wrote, um, and it was uh, it was a hit. It was uh, um, that had uh, um, one, two, three, th something. Um, oh God, 
I can't man, my memory is gone. It's it's one about the it's the one about the mix, the Spanish dancer, the girl dancer, the um oh one about her spinning around in the Yeah, bar. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's well, it. That that's a beautiful song too, man. It's one of my favorites off that it's album. A, but I fast. couldn't tell you right now it's if you up, had a gun to Yeah, it's an up tempo song. Um um anyway. Oh after, anyway, we, we learned <laughs> we we started playing it on stage and um I, I just kind of fluffed through, played my own thing there, you know. Did my own solo, yep. and Tim came to me after the show. He says, "Man, I'd really rather you learn." This is back when uh, he had already had studio players back in there, you know. And so he's right. like, "Man, man, I'd really like you to learn what they played on the record." So I went home and I learned every lick, note for note. You know, I mean, just spot on. The next time we went out, I mean, the very right. next time, the very next time um, we went out. I played it exactly right. And I said, was that better? He goes, oh, yeah, man. That was good. So that was the only time I there got go. the only time I got reprimanded for not learning a solo. So and then was every, that, um, Mr. Every, was that, was that Mr. Whoever You Are? No, no. It wasn't one of the ones that we recorded. Oh, no. It was, no, it was it was after we stopped recording and studio players started again. On that last album, it right. was on. It was on emotional traffic, I believe. Um, uh, uh, I don't know. We'll have to check it out. Yeah, it was a uh, gosh darn. Um, I can hear it in my head, but I can't think of the name of it. Dang. Ah, uh, we'll get over it. Let's it was. Get, a, let's it, move was on. it was. We're it was one stuck. of those. It was one of those weird tunes that you kind of go, "Wow, I can't believe you cut that," and it. And, and but it was cool at the same time. It wasn't your normal country right. song. Okay, let's see. Uh, number seven, do drugs. Well, that would yeah get you fired. Yeah, for us. <laughs> I mean, you know what yeah. people what people don't realize is is uh, um, we had a paper that we signed. Remember that uh, that yep. said we were we were subject to drug testing at any time. Uh, and we all signed it, and uh, I don't, I don't think I ever got drug tested, but I mean, at any time we could have, and that would have been grounds for dismissal. So, people, we weren't drug addicts. <laughs> let's put that, put that one to rest. Okay, let's move on from drugs. That was it. That was the last one. <laughs> I guess so. There's, there's other ways to get. There's other ways to get fired. You could be fat and old, and uh, yeah, that would do it. That was that's what did it for us. <laughs> fat, fat, old, and fat, old, and fat, old, and ugly to get you fired from a band. <laughs> yeah, we gotta have a talk. <laughs> that's why you see those guys wearing wigs and uh, that's right, face surgery. Yeah, man. They do anything. Walk they, past them in the hallway, you're like, oh, boogie. Yeah, Nutrisystem and all that crap. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what a oh, today we're talking. No, today we're talking about the Buffalo debacle. So yes, you know this has um, been this has been uh, 
looming behind us for a while. We've not touched this subject yet, but it was a big day in our life, wasn't it? Yeah, it it uh, it was entertaining. I tell you, it uh, I was. I mean, we were we me and you were there. You know, we we saw the whole thing debacle unfold. You know, it was funny. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, let's just start where we're at. We're in Buffalo, New York, at Rich Stadium, doing the doing the uh, Soul to Soul, not Soul to Soul, but George Strait tour, right? George Strait in two thousand, yes, yes. And I think uh, I don't remember who all was on, but I know Kenny Chesney was on, and uh, Martina so, McBride, I think, was on there. Martina. Uh -huh. Well, let me let me kind of give you the picture of this. Uh, outside the stadium, there's a huge parking lot out back, and it's fenced in, and it's kind of like a compound, and that's where we have all our buses parked, and that's where everybody, is, you know, you know, goes uh, to stage. And uh, I mean, it's it's huge, and it's a good long walk from there to the the stadium, actually, to the, to where the stadium, you, yeah, to stage. Yes. So. Uh, if you go out the front gate there and you walk down this uh, or you drive down this path, the catering, they have a, a tin building down there and, and uh, that's where catering is. So that's where this whole debacle started. <laughs> <laughs> so I think me and I don't know if you were with me or who was with me, uh, but I know Tim was there uh, and Kenny. And we all were in eating lunch uh, before the show. Was it before the show? Or after it was after, after the after our after the show. After our page closed. Yeah, because we yeah, do we'd our just we'd, walk down. Yeah, we do our part early in the day, and then we then of course you had George doing his whole two hour thing. So you know we we yeah. usually do our show and then go down and it eat. was probably early evening. Yeah, it was yeah. probably early evening. Yeah, so we go down and we're eating lunch. And uh, we get done, and we come outside, and, uh, you know, you could either walk up or take a golf cart or whatever. Well, I, don't th I think they were giving rides up back and forth, and I don't think the uh, cart was – we were waiting for it to get back. And there was a, a, a girl standing there holding a horse. And uh, you could tell the horse was uh, – police officer's horse or just, you know, it, it wasn't your normal saddle and all that. I could see, but she's just standing there and Tenny started talking to her and, and, uh, they were talking back and forth, you know, and she knew who he was. So she was kind of starstruck and you know, she's a young girl. Well, um, Kenny asked, Hey, do you, you know, I'm going back up to the bus. Can I ride the horse back up to the bus? She said, sure. Well, it was, <laughs> unknowingly her father was a police officer it was his horse he was inside catering getting a snack or whatever and she was supposed to just hold the horse and she let kenny get on right. the horse and ride it up well kenny gets on the horse and rides it up to the thing no big deal you know and we take the golf cart back up so we beat him up there and so me and tim i walk over to tim's bus and was just hanging out with him because usually I'd go back to the band bus, but for some reason I rode up on the cart with him, and so I just kind of followed him into the, his bus, you know, and we were talking. Right. And, and we're sitting in front, and I'm sitting in the driver's seat, and Tim's sitting in the buddy seat, and we're looking out the window at Kenny sitting on the horse, you know, 
And uh, and I think he even said something like, man, doesn't he look goofy on that? <laughs> you know? And uh, and we were laughing. And then all of a sudden, um, this police car comes screeching in there. I mean, like, really, like, like it was out of a movie or something, you know? He kind, of side, he kind of slid in sideways, didn't he? He did a yeah. little, little yeah. star hutch move. Yeah, and Tim goes, what the hell is that all about? And, you know, because there's people walking around with their kids and back there, you know, the other artists. Right. And stuff. I think Tim's kid, Tim, I think Gracie was there, and it had been riding out there earlier in the day, you yeah. know, on her little tricycle or whatever she rode around on. So yeah. we see these policemen get out of their, I mean, just like they were making a felony arrest or something, and uh, come up and and uh, yell something to Kenny and then grab a hold of him and try and start trying to pull him off the horse. And, and Kenny's kind of fighting back going, you know, because you don't know what's going on, you know. Kenny's going, right. hey, you know who I am? And, you know, you know, and, and, uh, and the guy's going, you're on my, you stole my horse and you're, you know, all this. And, and uh, you know, he's thinking, oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. And so, so uh, Tim sees all this going on and just goes, Oh hell no, or something, and, and he he jumps out of the bus, and I'm I'm kind of following him, and uh, he he runs up to the cop and tries to pull on the cop and say, "Hey, that's Kenny Chesney, you know, he, you know what's going on, or what's yeah. going on." And the cop's a real butt man. I mean, he's like, "Get back now, get back now," you know, and all this. Mm -hmm. He was on he, he was in cop mode. Oh man, you know, get back now. And they're trying to talk to him. Well, then Russo comes in, gets into it some from somewhere, and he like, and then He's the all cop. Mouthy. Yeah, so the cop, I guess, sees all these people coming up trying to be around him, and so he like reaches for his gun, <laughs> like you know, he's mm -hmm. gonna like he's gonna pull it out and go, all right, everybody get back, you know. But uh, <laughs> but uh, necessary. When Tim saw him try to reach for his gun, what I think they pulled out a billy club and was going to whack uh, Chesney with it. You know, I think he finally got him off yep. the horse by now, and who's going to whack him with it? Because he's trying to explain what's going on. Hey, some girl gave me the let me ride it up. You know, and the guy right. reaches the cop reaches for his gun, and Tim grabs a hold of the cop's arm. It says, you ain't pulling that gun up in here with all these people in here, you know? And and I heard him say that, yeah. and the cop was like, let go of my, you know, it, it just got crazy, man. Yeah, next thing, it was a scuffle at that point. Yeah, and the, and the next thing, and I don't think it was ever explained to this cop that your daughter let, let Chesney ride the, you know, gave him permission to ride the horse up. I don't think that ever got out. But anyway, right. the next thing you know, uh, Mark Russo, who is our old tour manager, he's passed away now, but uh, he 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 got he was in handcuffs. Tim was in handcuffs, and Jesse was in handcuffs. And then then yeah. the next thing you know, uh, we're going. Oh, what are we going to do now? You know, uh, they throw them in the back in the in the paddy wagon, and they take them down to the police station. And man, it wasn't like. Half an hour later, that we watched on TV, special report, and they show them getting thrown into the paddy wagon and, and get getting walked to the wagon. Didn't, yeah. didn't they take some time? And uh, didn't the uh, guys 
didn't Tim get on the bus and they kind of took a little time before they arrested everybody? It yeah. was almost like they had, a, had to have a negotiation of how this is going to go down. You know? Yeah, what happened and was who's they, going hand, to jail. Yeah, they handcuffed him and then they ended up, Tim was like, well, you know, let me call my attorney and let me do this and I'm going to get my stuff together and let's figure this out. And so they unhandcuffed, I think everybody, they unhandcuffed everybody. I think they just they did. Everybody went to yeah. neutral corners for about 15 or 20 minutes, I think. Yeah, I think they just. Uh, it, seemed, it seemed like were, a lifetime. I think they were just trying to defuse everything at that point in time. And then put right. in the handcuffs, that diffused it really quick. So. Yeah, because yes. no, one, no one discussed anything. It wasn't, you know, they would have discussed that they could have figured it out a little easier, but the. But it went from zero to a hundred so fast. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I actually saw when I came in. What I saw, I was in the front of our bus, which was facing Tim's bus, so I could see. You know, you guys come off the bus. I see the guy when I started noticing what was going on. I'm, I see the guy reach for Kenny off the bus, off the the horse, and start tugging, and then it got chaotic. And man. Cops was jumping over fences, and he put out the all points bulletin on on it because they was coming from everywhere. Oh and yeah, you know, crazy. I remember. I remember thinking that uh, I had been five years playing playing for McGraw, and I hadn't seen a bar fight or anything in all that time. I've seen some scuffles, you know, security or something, but a flat on out like you know a big old melee and I'm like watching this whole, like 10 people just in a pile all moving together, you know, cause there's everybody's got a hold of everybody and everybody's screaming and hollering. And, and I'm thinking, wow, it's been a while since I've seen any kind of chaos like this. This is kind of awesome. <laughs> I forgot what this feels like. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was funny. It was funny because Tim was, you know, trying to, trying to explain to him, Hey, we hired you to protect us in our compound here. And you come in here screeching in here like, you know, Hawaii Five-0 and, and, you know, right. all this. And we hired you to, you know, to protect us here. You know, you're supposed to be guarding our compound here. Right. And uh, so, uh, you know, they they unhandcuffed them. They all went back to their buses. And I remember Tim going back. I didn't go in the tent. I went back to my bus after that. So, yeah, and, you, and, we watched from across the street, kind of. Yeah, so... <laughs> I guess they ended up saying, you know, you're going to have to go downtown. And Tim, I guess they didn't want to go. And I think Mark Russo talked him into, and, uh, you know, well, let's go take care of this. Yeah, let's take care of this and get it over with. And remember, we sat there, seemed like till like one in the morning, you know, waiting on them to get done and everything before we went to, we were like, well, we're going to go to the next gig or what's going on, you know? I mean, I'm sure that. I think they got. I'm sure the promoters, you know, that were on the George Strait Festival were going, oh, my God, what are we going to do, you know, if they got thrown in jail, you know, and all that. Kenny got a disorderly conduct charge. McGraw got a felony charge for assault. And I forget, Russo had three or four charges, but they bailed him uh, for 500 bucks. He got uh-huh. out of bail for $500. Yeah, his was like, I mean, he had these little petty charges, but you know, it was Russo. He was probably running his mouth and, you know, oh, it was yeah. disorderly oh. conduct. And, you know, that was yeah. Russo's gig, man. He'd go straight to, you know, mouth and right off the bat. Oh, That's yeah. how he, he did it. 
he he would go from one ten to two twenty real quick. You know, that's just him. That's just his nature. He kind of lived about one eighty. Yeah, this is his Italian his Italian nature. You know, it was like that. You know? Yeah, he was either completely soft or completely uh, the opposite. You know. Yeah, uh, you know, a great guy though. He was, you know, he. Uh, I got to tell you, this is a little personal, but I remember when I got my first divorce. He. Uh, well, my second divorce, he, uh, I didn't have any place to stay. And he, he had a house, uh, like a houseboat, but it was like, it just wasn't a houseboat, but it was like a big cruiser boat on Hendersonville Lake uh-huh. there at the Marina. And it was February. And he was like, man, if you want to stay on the houseboat, you know, it's got all the comforts of home there, you know, you no can get, yeah, yeah, you can stay there It had cable It had, you know, electricity and heat. And, and I remember it snowed. Uh, I went, I went to, uh, I thought, man, I need a few groceries. And I went down to the Kroger and got me some groceries and brought them back in a boat. And I had my only thing I had there that was mine was some clothes and my guitar. And, uh, I'd sit there on the back of the boat and I'd play that guitar and I, and I wrote about six songs in that time period, the two weeks I stayed there. But yeah, he let me stay right. there, and, and it was cool because uh, there was a it was a key. Um, I mean, you give me a key, and it, it was fenced like it was a, a gated place, and uh, the, you had to go right. through a, a locked gate to get to the boats, and that's where my the boat was. And so you know, right. nobody, so that you didn't have nobody bothering nobody around, and most of the people it was wintertime, so they. Already put their boats up, and so there really wasn't nobody there, which is me, you know. And so, right. you know, I sit there, look at the lake, and and you know, listen to the water, and write tunes, and that's what I did, you know. And and uh, it was right. nice, nice of him to let me do that. And you know, it was kind of funny because out of that came a couple houseboats down was a guy who was a uh, a bass player. He was a bass player, and he was also a firefighter. And he had a studio set up in this. He had a big, huge houseboat. And he he, he uh, was doing, at this time, doing remote recording stuff. Like, people would send him stuff, and he'd put tracks down. Or he would do tracks doing for other there. people. Oh. Yeah. And he would do it there on All the right. boat. Yeah, so he found out I played guitar for McGraw. And he was like, man, you want to put some tracks down? I'll pay you and all that. So I ended up doing sessions there for him, you know, while I was on the boat. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that, that was kind nice. of, yeah, it kind of worked out. Plus, it made me, you know, get over whatever I was dealing with with the divorce and stuff and give me some time right. to, to get busy. stuff together, you know. Anyway. All right. All right. Anyway. So, anyway, they got charged with that. So, you know, we didn't hear much about it after that. Well, we heard a lot about it from Tim because Tim was great bitch about it all the time, you know. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and it was, it was, it was like, I think it wasn't even, it was the, it wasn't the Buffalo cops. It was the Erie County Sheriff's Office, I believe. Is that, is that yeah. what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Erie you know County. What, you know what the irony of, the irony of it all was that week Tim won a Father of the Year award. Um, <laughs> he took he got some kind of award that week for Father of the Year. You know, it's crazy. It's the same week all that crap happens to him. Wow, like, wow, how ironic! Yeah, yeah. and you know, uh, um, he deserved 
Player of the Year award, but what a mess that was, was to get it in the middle of all that. And, it, and you know, it drug out a while. You know, it, 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 you know, they uh, went back and forth, and you know, Tim's got a bevy of attorneys. Man, he's got a plethora of attorneys. You know, just sit around waiting to do right. something. You know, but right, right. But it, you know, I think what happened was, and this is kind of what I understood. You know, I may be wrong, but. I heard that the prosecuting uh, attorney there uh, tried to make a deal with Tim and, and I don't know, with Kenny and Mark, but with Tim that, you know, he just charged him with a uh, misdemeanor and pay a small fine and be done. Never have to worry about it again. It won't go on your record or nothing. And Tim said, hell no, he, I'm fighting this because yeah. they were in, they were in the wrong, they were in the wrong. And, and they went to Erie or to uh, Buffalo and went to court, and uh, I know I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah, how many there's days. A, there's news articles about it, and you can still find reviews online. I mean, not reviews, but just uh, articles, even video of them. You know, walking in out of court. And yeah, so <laughs> you know, it's, it's great for the legend. Uh, the, you know, that they tag on your career. You know, it, it helped move him into uh, some legendary status when he he yeah. gets arrested for you know. The horse incident in Buffalo—it's kind of famous. Yeah, so you know they—they <laughs> they ended up, uh, you know, pleading their case and winning, and uh, you yep. know they—they they acquitted him for everything, I think, and so they were exonerated yep. for everything. All so, three found not guilty. Yep. So there is the true so story. Go. True story of the horse debacle in Buffalo. Yep. What well, we know about it all, anyway. Now, now you all know. So um, put that to rest. Yeah. So um, oh, we got to do song of the week. 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 Okay. What we got going on this week, Darren? Man, there's a song that you and I think it was you and John Ward that brought into me called Promises, and I thought it was a really cool tune, and I put it in. You know, at my little studio over there, I had a lot of people that were looking for songs and a lot of people that pitched me songs to, you know, and it hopens that they'd get a Tim cut, <laughs> which would never happen. But right. uh, <laughs> what I would do is put them into the computer and, and keep a record of them. And then people that would uh, want to come in and cut some songs would go listen to what they wanted to. And if they found something they liked, then we'd cut it. And this is one of the songs, a, a, a girl that was wanting to do a project. I don't know if it was just a couple songs or an album. I don't remember. I don't remember who it was, but I know we cut this song. Um, and and But this is a different version. This is uh, John Ward's uh, demo version of it. I like the singer on it. I don't know who it is. I, I tell you what, with that song John and I wrote, we was probably in our 20s, man. It's that song's old. That song's thirty-five years old, probably. So, wow, wow. so it's kind of neat. It's still got a, it's still got a life to it. Yeah, yeah. I like the yeah. melody of it. I like the melody. Uh, the verse on the melody. The I like that. That's that's catchy. It's still catchy now. It's John and I uh, was all rock and roll. Do everything we ever did. You know, we was playing rock. We was writing rock songs, and he started coming down to Nashville and you know, we started paying attention to Nashville a little bit. And I think this was our, our first venture into to some kind of country stuff, you know? So how, this is what you get right here. So how, how did, uh, 
I know you don't play guitar. Uh, I don't know. Does John play guitar? Good enough to write? Yes. Does he? Yes. Okay. All right. Because yeah. I, I never heard him play guitar in front of me. He's never played in front of me. You know, here's, here's something that's funny. When uh, the first when I met John Ward, the first time I ever saw John Ward was a uh, school talent show. He was a senior, and I was in 11th grade. And he sang his own composition, and I think it was called Day of the Eagle. Or so I still remember <laughs> it. It's funny. I still remember it. But it was great, man. And everybody went crazy. Everybody's like, oh, you know, cheering for John. And uh, that's when I approached him after that, you know, because oh, wow. I was digging music too, you know. And I'm like, well, this mm. guy, let me go check this guy out. And man, we've been friends ever since, you know. Wow. That's a not long to, friendship we got going on. Not to be confused with Day of the Eagle by Robert Trier. No, no. Was that Day of the it's Eagle? Something to too? do with the Eagle. Was yeah, that that's Eagle? another. Maybe it's called. Uh, there is a Robin Trier song about the Eagle. Maybe, uh, maybe John's was called something else. I don't think he was swiping, but it was a great <laughs> song. Had great words. I have to ask him about it, man. Maybe he can get that out of here. <laughs> yeah, for all you that who don't know who John Ward is, John Ward was our house engineer that ran the sound. When you came to a concert and you listened to the what was going on, that was him that was mixing all of it out front of house. Real talented guy, still working. Does uh, I think he does uh, the ladies of country music right. now, or did, or Carrie Underwood, or he does, uh, he's doing Dwight Yoakam now. Is he? Yeah, well, go there back you go. Work. Yeah, Dwight yeah. Yoakam. Hey, Dwight Yoakam. Ever since I was, <laughs> ever, ever since I saw Slave Wade, I hate him. Ever since he dissed me in Carrie, he, he wanted you to. He wanted you to hate him. That's what it was about. Well, you know, when when I saw him in Sling Blade, man, I'm like, man, he's not even acting there. That's just him. That's <laughs> uh, funny, man. Uh, Play the song, Smith. All right, Play man. Here it is. Promises. Uh, John Ward and David Dunkley composition sung by an unknown singer. It sounds good. Here you go. Promises. <laughs> Stop that I got her on the edge of town. Sat and watched as the sun went down. Where he gone? Why he gone? Why they tore down love this way? In her room at night with the lights down low, she listened to the old radio. Had he tried? Why was she always the last to know? When she said I do, she thought it meant forever. Now she wonders what she should do now. You promised forever way back then. It means you try and try again. I wonder what happened to promises anyhow.
I do She thought it meant forever And now she wonders what she should do now Cause if you promised forever way back then I mean to try and try again I wonder what happened to promises You promised forever way back then It means you try and try again I wonder what happened to promises anyhow I wonder what happened to promises anyhow Okay, man, that, <laughs> that's a good song, man. Good song. I like Pretty it. Pretty little melody. Yeah, the melody is killer. Yep, yep. Yeah, I don't know. It's just good. If it was the 35-year-old song, it sure has standed, stand its test of time. Stood the test of time. Standed. <laughs> Whatever. Well, man, look here. We got another podcast behind us, my brother. Well, you know, man, all you know that I know all our podcasts are heard on different platforms, but, uh, and mo you know, mainly Apple podcasts and, uh, and big tech, you know, Google and Apple and <laughs> all the big tech all ones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's 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 on it's on little tech too, like Breaker and some of them other ones too. So, but you can find it. Leave us a message. Leave us a comment. Uh, leave us a review. Share with your seems, friends. Yeah, it seems to help help uh, if you leave a review. Puts us up there more. And yeah, I mean, uh, if you're on Facebook and see us, give us a share because uh, uh, we need to get this out there to more people because uh, I know it's nice to have an intimate bunch of friends listening, but we want the whole country to listen because we got stuff to say. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot to say. Yeah, we, got we the might. Same steady people listening all the time, and it's great. But we think if, you know, if those people will listen, then why can't it double, you know? Yeah, why, tell your friends if you listen. If you're one of those people that listen to it and listen to it every week, tell your friends, man, you need to be listening to these two guys because they will laugh your ass off because they're funny dudes, <laughs> and and they also I have a lot of insight. And uh, you know, keep going, and we might start talking about current events, and you don't want none of that. So you don't want to hear that. No, no, <laughs> uh, we have enough trouble with current events. We want to stay with past All events. Right. But anyway, <laughs> we will have in the past. That's right. Not. <laughs> Not. So anyway, um, yep. appreciate you listening. We'll catch you next time. This is Darren and Dave and Hillbilly Hasbins and wishing you a good week. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We would ride our bus town to town. Everybody was a getting down. Pack it up and do it all again. The hillbilly has been. Now the days of old have come to pass. Even though we was kicking ass, we love the fans, but we need some friends. The hillbilly has been.